Cleo, I just woke up from another dream about home. The waking world? I dreamt Joe Biden was finally elected president. I usually don't care about American politics, but since Trump... You know Trump, right? Sadly, yes. With him, it's been like having a bully in the world playground. Everyone took notice. Believe it or not, I watch my words very carefully. There are those that think I'm a very stable genius. In the dream, Trump is on the way out, demanding a recount of votes and acting like a bratty, sore loser. The kind of undignified response you'd expect from that madman. I'm fairly sure in that little section of the dream, Ding Dong the Witch's Dead was playing in the background. Finally, the world can heal. Welcome to REM Waking World, Season 1, Episode 8, Shadow of His Former Self. Brilliant news. Shame it was only a dream. Oh, that's not a dream. It's a reflection. You're seeing exactly what's happening down there, like you're looking at your life through a window. My life, yes, and my body, but not me. Dream Jacob is doing everything better. Well, in a way, I always thought I should do it, but didn't. I always felt bad that I wasn't doing it that way. But now I feel bad because he is. Is it actually happening? When you're home, you dream fantasies from the REM. But when a human is in the REM, they dream of reality down in the waking world. At least, that's what I've heard. This is more surreal than real. Yeah, you're a unique case. We've covered that. You're looking down at the ideal Jacob from up here and he's impersonating you down there. And the impersonation is terrible. You've witnessed what I'm like down there. For years. It's ridiculous. I'm losing respect for everyone in my life. They don't even realise how drastic the change is. No one has twigged that something might be up. Haven't they seen the United States of Tara? The one with Tony Collette. Yes. And Brie Larson. Such a brilliant cast. See? Even a muse has seen it. No, I was watching you watch it. Which sounds a little creepy, actually. If you knew what I was thinking, not so much. What were you thinking? I was thinking, if only I could have chosen Tony Collette to inspire. Or Brie. Oh, thanks. Well, you never did a lot. Your incessant TV watching was my biggest obstacle. But now he's doing too much. I think they like him more than they like me. Workmates... Family? He hangs out with my sisters and my mum. He's so charming all the time. I was never charming, not even after coffee. They're all so stupid. He's fooled them completely. Fooled my own mother. When I go back there, they're going to be so disappointed. And I'll have to deal with them. They won't even realise. They'll just assume it's you. It may be hard for you to take, but people don't think of you quite as much as you think too worried about themselves. They'll know the new me runs and not because he's being chased either. For the joy of it, apparently. What joy is in running? He better not be wearing out my joints. I don't want to have trouble walking around the nursing home when I'm older. Jacob, not being able to walk wouldn't really affect your life that much. You're right, it wouldn't. I don't walk or run. The new me owns a gym membership. And he uses it, daily. He doesn't let it lapse like me and then realise he's stuck in a contract, just paying for the shame. Having to face those mutant gym attendants with their smug grins to cancel it. 
Those guys used to ignore me. You know, the ones in the shopping centres? Bouncing around like the wiggles on steroids? Those exercise extremists handing out free month membership flyers. I get harassed all the time by the salesmen, charlatans and charities in the mall. Think I have one of those faces. You know, here's a mug, we'll suck him in, or at least he looks polite enough to listen. I've sponsored children, bought raffle tickets for a knitting club or something. I've even been given a mineral hand scrub from the Dead Sea. Why would I want a mineral hand scrub? But I did it because I'm a mug. No, it's because you have a kind face. But those gym guys in the mall, miraculously, they don't see me. Everyone around me gets the little voucher. Even the old people who are usually invisible to the young. Vouchers a go-go. Given out by the irritating pep squad as though they're giving out cash. Only they're even more arrogant. They're giving out something better, a longer life, wellness, hellness. All of them pretending exercise is fun. I get a buzz from exercise. It makes me feel really, really amazing. First of all, if you're using the word really in front of an adjective, you've chosen the wrong word. Can't be that strong. You're using weak adjectives. Strengthen your mind too, you buffheads. And I'm calling BS on the amazing buzz thing. Exercise has never been and never will be fun. So, just because I'm a little bit bigger and I choose to move slowly, the gym jerks ghost me. I'm completely ignored, as though they've given up on me too. Once, I was coming down an escalator and they were all set up with their fluoro every time fitness table. They were handing out their golden power-up tickets like we should be thankful. These gods deign to give their gift of fire to us, poor, weak mortals. Every single person in front of me was given a flyer by those morons. But when I get there, nothing. They look past me and give it to the people behind. One of them was a woman who had to be in her 90s. 90. I noticed this and thought, damn you, you judgy airheads. I ran back and snatched one from the brainless sack of rocks in his far too small singlet. I'll have one too, thank you very much. Of course, I threw it out, but that's not the point, you know? Stuff them and their toxic positivity. I am at war with these people. And now the new me goes and joins the enemy camp. And that's not the only new club he's joined. Did you know I'm a vegan now? (laughs) Don't laugh. This is serious. What are my new vegan friends going to think when I order the barbecue ribs? I remember getting so excited once that I finally found a yum char place in my hometown. I should have noticed the insipid little waiter was looking at me funny when I was ordering pork buns. So, all the food comes out and I'm enjoying it, but it's not as authentic as I imagined. I look at the menu and I read the copy print and it tells me I'm in a vegetarian yum char restaurant. What? I suddenly look up and I realise all the people in the restaurant, the little people, the potentially anemic skinny ones are looking at me, perhaps a little terrified. I do remember thinking when I first walked in and looked at a few tables, why do they all look so pent up and grumpy? 
but at the same time I thought they seemed to lack the energy to properly convey their anger. But of course they're angry, they're furious, they're hungry and disillusioned with life. I mean they'd have to be, surely. When I realised where I was and I looked up, it was kind of like that scene in Jurassic Park when all the herbivore creatures are grazing and suddenly the T-Rex wanders into their peaceful paddock looking at me like, oh God, he's just realised, is he going to eat me? And I mean, I don't condone cannibalism, but I'm not going to lie, I felt enormously malnourished. So perhaps my mind did go there for a minute. I had plates of stuff, but suddenly, and I know it's psychological and seriously high on the bogan scale, but suddenly all I wanted was a quarter pounder from McDonald's. I needed to cleanse myself, you know? So I did, and I had a thick shake too. I heard they had pig fat in them, and and that day, that day, I didn't care. What can I say? I'm not perfect, but the new me is. I mean, he was eating tofu. I saw him. Maybe this isn't the right time to tell you, but I'm a vegetarian. Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. I'm just, it's just that he's becoming so different to me. I admire vegetarians. I don't know how they, how you do it. Awkward. Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. It's about identity. I get it. He's changing it. Yes. Just leave the tofu and us herbivores alone. Of course. Lucky no one else heard this conversation. (laughs) Embarrassing. Sorry. Are you a cyclist? No, actually. I never learnt to ride a bike. Good. Then I won't offend you if I talk about something else embarrassing. The new me bought a bike. I mean, for God's sake. Thanks to him, I'm now a mammal. What did you think you were? Amphibian? No, I mean a mammal. Middle-aged man in lycra. He goes cycling in lycra. People are driving behind him and he's... I don't even want to think about it. I don't wear lycra. Well, it seems you do now. (laughs) He can't be doing this. They think it's me in lycra. (laughs) I have railed against pointless exercise for years. I broke up with a girl because I went on what I thought was going to be a holiday in the snowy mountains with her family. Yes, it was weird it was summer and we were in Threadbow or wherever, but they made me walk 18 kilometres in two days. Two days. I walked up Mount bloody Kosciuszko for God's sake. I was polite back then, a polite T-Rex, but I was ready to devour my girlfriend's parents with their stupid bum bags. They kept offering me apples. Oh yeah. The new me eats lots of fruit. I hate fruit. I vowed that day, standing on Kosciuszko, the only one not appreciating the view, I vowed I would never willingly walk that far ever again. And that I'd never eat another apple for as long as I live. But the new me, he's having an apple every day, like they're cheeseburgers. It's disgusting. Oh, and did you know the new me is training to compete in a triathlon? I know. Here's your jaw. You dropped it. I can't be a triathlete. What the hell? 
I've been telling the story about Singapore forever. Singapore? Must have been before your time. I went to Singapore to visit my friend from uni. He got a job teaching at the international school there. I was thinking, great. Food. Fun. Relaxation. Yum cha. Carnivore edition. But get this. The first day I'm there, it's swelteringly hot. He's competing in this huge triathlon. I know. Talk about timing. Seven o'clock in the morning, near the harbour, sweltering heat, with all these emaciated, fit people swarming around me. And there I am in my Superman t-shirt, sweating like a pig. No, that's too cute an image. Sweating like a wild boar, melting like ice cream on hot cement, being circled by ants. I was the fattest man in the world that day. Contrast is everything. And it felt like the hottest place on earth surrounded by lycra-wearing, deliriously smiling little people. I'm thinking, if hell is a concept, it's right here, right now. Sorry, Singapore, I'm sure you're a beautiful country, but it was like meeting someone for the first time and they reveal all their worst sides in the first five minutes. It's hard to regain anything after that. Like people who talk about vegetarians right off the bat? (laughs) Nice one, yes. Honestly though, triathlon. I've told that story so many times. He's making me into a hypocrite. A healthy hypocrite? Thought you were on my side. Authentically being on your side doesn't necessarily mean agreeing with you. I wonder what happened to my friend in Singapore. I was just too traumatised to keep in contact. He just wasn't who I thought he was. And I think the new me has a girlfriend. I can feel what he's feeling. I mean, he's married, isn't he? And it's with this girl at school. She's really lovely and I didn't know she liked me. Kind of chuffed about that. You don't seem to ever know those things, which I was happy about because partners can be so distracting for muse. Her name's Felicity, Flick. She's a languages teacher. I thought she was too mature for me, too smart and put together. Her black leather jacket, her blonde hair, the sunglasses. She's beautiful. Actually, in this case, Dream Jacob might be doing me a favour. Everyone knows she likes you except you. What? Why didn't you tell me? I tried, in my laying out symbols kind of way, but I needed you to focus on the work. He's getting promoted too. Boss loves him. I don't want to do that kind of job. Too much responsibility. He's making me... He's making me social, popular. People really like him and they've got those faces, you know, like, this guy's a revelation. I didn't realize how nice he was. I'm not nice. I'm okay, but I'm mostly grumpy and a little judgmental. A little? Sorry, it's just, he's ruining my life. I want to help up here and everything, help you fight nothing, But if what I'm seeing isn't a dream, I've got to get back there before he gets me married or something. You really have to tell me how to get back to Earth. It's time. I promise I'll come back again and help. Just got to sort out my business in the waking world before he ruins everything. How do you travel there? Well, when a mortal dreams, they connect to one of our dream films. The films in the stones like Alice showed you. I can pass into dreamstones when humans are dreaming. 
We're sometimes known as dream walkers. Then I travel back with the human through their eyes. Haven't you heard? Eyes are the window to the soul. I guess you could say I leap through the window. Great. Let's open a window for me. That's how I go back, but for you, it's a little more complicated. There's something I haven't explained. You see, you broke the code to get into the REM. It's near impossible for humans. Not many have made it here in the whole history of the REM. And well, when you broke the code, you and Jacob swapped places. It's rare to get into a dream a second time, but when a human does, something happens up here. You need to understand it from Dream Jacob's point of view. Tell me then. He would have been working in the studio or something. Then he would have started to flicker. Flicker? Yes. A little like what you described happened to you. Then he's drawn to the dreamstone you connected to. But when you visit again, something stirs between both worlds. One of the selves you've created. One of the what? Selves. Your ideal self, your lost self, or your shadow self. Whoa, there's more of me? Yes, you know about your ideal self. Thankfully, you swapped with him, but you have others. You could have equally swapped with your lost self or your shadow self. They're both still up here somewhere. What? They're all the versions of you you've been creating from birth. They live in the REM too. Your real self is here and Jacob is down there, living your life in the most ideal way. It's not ideal. I was wrong. He's a disaster. Except for his kids, they're good value. I'd like to keep his kids. Your lost self is the kind of person you could be if you kept making less ideal choices. He's a step down from you. Oh God, a step down from me. What would that look like? Exactly what you're imagining now. Poor guy. I brought him to life up here. Yep, always a little bit worse than you. But then there's the absolute opposite of you. The kind of person you would hate to be. Oh, wow. Cool concept. I've often thought of that. And just like ideal Jacob and poor lost Jacob. Who's probably called something bogan like JT or Thorny. Yeah, I think he is called Thorny. You've met him. Focus, Jake. What I'm saying is you willed them all to life and the shadow Jacob too. Jake, Jacob, Thorny and what's a name I hate? Donald. They're called the principal characters. So Jacob, Thorny, and Donald all flicker when I enter the same dream? Yes, all of them. But one of the three is closer to the dreamstone you've connected to. Your ideal self happened to be the closest. He got drawn to the dreamstone. It happens quite fast, actually. All of a sudden, he's dragged there by a current of energy. He doesn't know what's happening, but this is what's happening. He's drawn close. When he went back a second time, stage three, he was pulled closer and closer. Then, when you stepped out of the dreamstone, you swapped places. Dream self swapped into your human body and you replaced him in the REM. Okay, cool. Guess I should be happy. I mean, I do look better up here. And imagine what the devolved version of me would do. Or the shadow. That's true. Hey, do you reckon Donald Trump's human self is up here, like me, and he's been possessed by a shadow? It would make a lot of sense. Please, God, let that be true. There's no version of Trump smart enough, but I've always admired your sense of hope. All my hopes are pinned on Trump fading into obscurity. 
Though I think with two months before the White House door hits his butt on the way out, we're gonna see a few more executive orders. The death throes of a snake. No, the headless circling of a chicken. (laughs) An orange one. For weeks, Alice has been creating dreams with warnings about what might happen if Trump gets re-elected in the plotline. This was the real purpose of nightmares, to warn people. I'm told they were becoming quite popular. Is it possible they affected the outcome? All our dreams are an opportunity to promote change in the waking world. This is why we want to put your mind on it. And the flickering? I flicker when I'm closer to getting back home. Yes, but... Maybe Jacob was getting close when I was being kidnapped and when I was in the jail cell in Faust. What do you think? Maybe. It's complicated. You also flicker when you come close to any character you've created. You've made a lot of characters in your time. How do you know all this? I'm, uh, uh, I've just been around a long time. You learn things. But I haven't flickered again. Not since... I don't want to depress you, but that situation may never happen. What do you mean? Ideal Jacob, in your body in the waking world, well, he has to have the capacity to return to the dream twice in succession. Does he dream? Yes, I think he does. The chance of him working out the code is rare. Do you actually realise how rare you are? You got here because you had unending time. I got here because I have a superior imagination. Steady on. You also had unending time and a reason to waste time. Does your ideal self waste time? Doesn't look like it. Come on, you know him well. You created him. What would be your ideal time signature? What do you mean? If you used time well, what would it look like? I would use it so well I wouldn't need to sleep. Sleeping would be for losers. Oh. What? Oh. Well, not much sleep, not much dreaming. He's amazingly creative. Better than me. Okay, so if he can work out how to break the code on a little sleep, then you have a one in three chance. What do you mean? Well, it depends on what he dreams and where that dreamstone is. The rarity of him doing it is one thing, because he's not focused on it. Then one and three after that. Then let's just go back your way. Waiting is going to take too much time. If you don't go back the conventional way, something else happens. What? You and Jacob become split from each other. You just become a traveling dream character like me, your own entity. Like you? I guess so. I can become a muse. Waking World is written, directed, and produced by Joshua Coombs. Cleo is played by Samantha Coombs. Jacob is played by Joshua Coombs. Original REM theme composed by Joshua Coombs. For additional content, please visit our site, remwakingworld.com. You can also find us on all your podcast streaming services. If you're enjoying this podcast, Please spread the word further across the waking world or on iTunes by way of a great review. For any questions or just to say hi, email us at jthorne, J-T-H-O-R-N-E, at remwakingworld.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen and dream.